that feels. Sticky breath. Yeah, you guys feel me. I feel it, man. I feel it. When you, Welcome. When you have a particularly <laughs> sugary drink. What's up? <laughs> I'm going to spare... The listeners, me eating pasta. So, uh, welcome, welcome to Scrub Mode. <laughs> okay. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year! The best part about that is that they didn't even know you were having pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Look, look, Julio's going on a marathon tomorrow, and he's got a carbo load now. Yeah, no, he's got a carbo load for the energy for tomorrow. I understand. I get it. Yeah, yeah. If you've been running as long as me, you understand. <laughs> And if you really don't, that's that. why you're behind. Hurry up. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm not to... waiting for you. <laughs> well, welcome to Scrub Mode. It's a little podcast that I make with these two. Um, we talk about cryptids. We talk about conspiracy theories. Today we we're talking about, about Florida D&D. Man. We talk about D and D. We talk about Dungeons and Dragons role playing games and such. Yeah. And, it and, in, in uh, short, we talk about monsters and role-playing games and the confluence between the two. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Venn diagram. We're right there in the middle. We're between, right there. Yeah. yeah. Between <laughs> monsters, video games, and Florida, you'd find us right there. Yeah. Not in the triangle in the middle, but right there between Dungeons and Dragons and video games. Now, yeah. dear listener. Oh, and, sorry. Monsters and video games. Yeah. Yeah. Your listener, and probably also Ryan and Julio, because they literally have no idea what I'm bringing to the table nope, when we're surprise. doing one of these style episodes. Uh, you might be wondering why we're talking about Florida Man so much. Yeah. Okay, lay it on me. Yeah, and I'm here to tell you <laughs> that the reason we're talking about Florida Man so much is we've seen our metrics from the previous year, and you guys really like Florida stories. Do we like Florida uh-huh. Man? Yeah. So we're going to start the new year off right. And mm-hmm. I, I have another Florida man story for you. Nice. Oh, man, uh, I'm excited. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Ryan, Julio, mm-hmm. uh, have you guys ever heard of the Beast of Boggy Creek? The Beast of Boggy Creek. Is Don't that Google really... it. Okay. No, I, I have never heard of it, though it does sound like a fun folk song. Is that related to sk- the skunk ape in any way? It's related to the skunk ape. Mm-hmm. Oh man, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's you, I've you never got heard it. Of the skunk ape. <laughs> it's the Floridian yeah. version of Bigfoot, right? You you fucking got it, my dude. Oh yeah, lordy, yeah. he's like, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Late on us, what do you know about uh, skunk ape? Before what we I get know real about deep skunk in? ape is that he's kind of he's a uh, he's stinky. That's why they yes. call him the skunk ape. Yes, yes. He's, he's like Bigfoot, but not as cool. He's um. He's got like uh, hands for feet. I think. <laughs> I think he's got he, that. Some people think he's a he's a that that they're a uh, that that the that the species is so inbred and like messed up that their genes are all messed up and they got like mm. they got like four fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Four fingers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You you are exactly right. We're gonna get into that. Actually, I don't think I don't think that's how genes work. But yeah. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a geneticist, but I yeah. also agree with you. Like it can happen, but I think it's yeah. Anyway, it's a little different. <laughs> Julio, you are exactly correct. Uh, mm-hmm. Ryan and listeners, picture a Bigfoot and now make them kind of a little Bigfoot, kind of smaller, kind of smaller, five to seven feet tall, like mm-hmm. like a tiny. Julio kid. or I could probably look this guy in the eye, and Ryan, you have a pretty good chance of looking this guy in the eye. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Uh, it's a Bigfoot you could probably beat up, is what I'm saying. Maybe. <laughs> he might. We can fight him. <laughs> Joe, Rogan. Joe Rogan chimp strength, we don't know. <laughs> Look, as long, <laughs> as long as we're in a Final Fantasy-style party, we can take turns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How have we not we done that turns. before? Call, call, <laughs> call your roll. Call your roll. Three, two, one. Uh, Fighter. Wizard. Caster. I don't know the classes in Final Fantasy. Oh, you know what? No, scratch that. Dragoon. <laughs> oh, if we're Final Fantasy, can I be a black mage? Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Like the most powerful black mage of all time, Donald Duck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only one who was able ever to to cast a, what was, I think it was like a Tetra player. <laughs> I've been watching a lot I of believe things, right? So I'm literally s- called a Tetra player. <laughs> I'm slamming my desk and I need to stop because it's probably really shitty audio. But I digress. Why does we f- keep fucking talking about uh, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts when we talk about monsters? It doesn't make sense. 
you don't it it goes there because we want it to go there <laughs> yes i guess so Again, I'm opting out. If somebody wants to do a deep dive on Kingdom Hearts, be my guess. It hits the it should hit the same brain spots as talking about giant lizards. But we're we here have, to talk about Big yeah. Dank Bigfoot or Little Dank yeah, Bigfoot, yeah. Little yeah, Bigfoot, yeah. Big Dank, yeah, Little Dank. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so the first accounts of Skunk Ape come from Seminole folklore, wherein they describe a big old stinky cannibal. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. that's that's kind of it. If you remember okay. our Bigfoot episode, I'm skeptical because uh, people keep white people keep trying to cite Native American legends to back up their cryptids. But like Skunk Ape doesn't eat people and he's not very big. Yeah. The yeah. only cross over here is he stinks and he lives in the swamp, which insert whatever Florida joke you want. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, also, like the only source I can find when looking for evidence of this is a book by a guy who has also written books on how Bigfoot is an alien and that ancient aliens are real and Tesla is a time traveler. So I'm a little bit suspicious of this citation. (laughs) I think he may have just made up this seminal legend that very much only vaguely describes skunk ape. I see. So you tell me, John, there's a good chance it's all fake, right? I think I, maybe we should we should start every episode with that. We're like, we're like, look, we talk about cryptids, we talk about D and D. Fifty to one hundred percent of what we're going to be talking about in a given episode is made up, guaranteed, yeah. guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. By volume, minimum fifty percent. Mm-hmm. By volume. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and. Once again, Julio, you were right, bud, because an additional mm-hmm. wrinkle here is when they have found footprints of this big, stinky jungle friend, mm-hmm. uh, he only has three or four toes, which mm-hmm. I don't know if which... you guys know, but that is not how monkeys work. That's not how many digits the no, primates no. have. We got five. Yeah. And so, uh, as again, like, I'm so you're up on your skunk ape lore, Julio. I really didn't expect it. He's very well educated. He's very well educated when it comes to the Florida Bigfoot. Oh, exactly. yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but they got three to four toes, so it would make sense if maybe it was just a lone Bigfoot or skunk ape that was inbred or had lost a toe to maybe like a crocodile or something. Mm-hmm. But for all the skunk ape photos or footprints to have three to four toes, it's very weird. Mm hmm. Oh. Uh, it's a it's what we call a red flag. Like there's yeah. lots of room for weird shit in biology, but there's some rules that just aren't broken, and that's yeah. a broken one. Yeah, yeah. Like that's in order for it to be related rule. to something else, you know, it's, it's yeah. gotta. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a little sus. It's a little sus. <laughs> sus is exactly the word I would use. Yeah, you're like yeah, it could be, but it's it's sus. It's sussy. <laughs> I can't believe I said that word out loud. You did it. You did it. You've breached. I feel it feels bad in my mouth, like too much Dr. Pepper. <laughs> well, there goes that Dr. Pepper sponsor. I know. Oh, no. I I am drinking a Dr. Pepper currently, so that might have something to, to do with it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, tell us more tell us more. tell us okay so did you know that much like in our last bigfoot episode these motherfuckers are protected by florida law i really? see so it's illegal to shoot them yeah in 1997 a bill was introduced that made it illegal to take possess harm or molest anthropoid <laughs> or humanoid uh, animals yeah it's probably for the oh. best yeah yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, I yeah. I think we can all agree. I don't want any humanoids or anthropoids, animal or not, to be harmed or molested. Yeah, definitely not. Because you know there will be people out there that would want to try. Yeah. 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 They're out there. They're out there. <laughs> it's really spooky, like an X Files episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we'll get we'll get to X Files and just not actually X Files, but Big Spooky in just a second, at least for me. No. Um, let me before you go, I'll look on the books and stuff like that. This law didn't pass, but was a very early like it became 1977 viral, mm. and so oh. it's one of our very first Florida Man stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, like one of the first Florida Man stories, really? 
Yeah. That's cool. I mean, like, I'm sure there's been, like, I think technically President Andrew Jackson is a Florida man story because of what he did in the war of 1812. I don't think, I think he's from Tennessee. Hey, listeners, I'm not an American historian. My focus (laughs) is in religion and specifically uh, the Middle East and the use of stories Mm -hmm. to weaponize people. I, American Mm -hmm. history is not my bag, but I do know that Jackson was a psychopath who people let off the chain. He's kind of kind of insane. And should not be on. I'll, I'll. Can I make a political hot take? Probably shouldn't have been yeah. president. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. But like, probably, like at least don't put that dude on the twenty. I know, right? Uh, the trail of tears. Oh man. Yeah, okay, I don't get. I don't really get that. Hit, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, we're we're. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've already talked about how white people stole skunk ape stories. We don't need to talk about. Yeah. The exodus of the Native American people. Yeah. Or the yeah. fact that it was, uh, God, we're getting dark. The fact yeah. that it was a template for other stuff, specifically the Armenian genocide and yeah. then later stuff. So let's let's just get right back on to funny, big, stinky monkey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, monkey. Monkey. Uh, <laughs> fellas, have you ever heard of the Mayaka ape photos? Mayaka ape photos? Yeah. Are those the uh, photos of the um, the taxidermy, uh, like, gibbon, I think it is, where it's, like, propped up? Oh, oh no, I, that's not what I'm thinking of. You're, you're no. thinking of the uh, Deloys ape, which is, like, yeah. that's actually a very fascinating... God, we keep... We just talked about the genocide of the Native Americans, and now we're back here. Not Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts, <laughs> but racism, which, unfortunately, we also yeah. have to talk about a lot. That story is like the dude who took that picture was really into like phrenology and race science. So, oh no, we'll, when we cover that one day, it's going to be a bummer episode. But no, I it mean is. this photo I have just dropped to you, my dear friends. I see that one. There, okay, looks. Have you seen that uh, that photo before? Looks familiar. I think I must have seen it. It's pretty uh, spooky. <laughs> yeah, it's very spooky to me. I. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I I am one of those people who like sometimes at night I get scared of looking out of a window because mm. I'm like, uh, prob- you know, like I, I, I've been pretty clear, right? Uh, like I, I don't believe know. in a lot of these monsters. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, but every once in a while I'm like, what if I open my window and there is a gray alien or a Ted Bundy yeah. Or, yeah. or a skunk? Ape what there. if a Ted Bundy would be worse? Yeah, I think. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, they're not exactly a mythical creature. <laughs> no. They're not around anymore, but they're not exactly a mythical creature. From, from my current state, woo! woo. <laughs> <laughs> used, to, used to kill girls on my alma mater. Wow. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Washington Man. loves serial killers. California loves cults. God. Yeah. We keep. I'm trying to keep this our first episode of the New Year light and fluffy, but we keep ending back here, you guys. It, oh, it's, it's not our fault. <laughs> no, no. Okay, one of you guys, one of you guys, describe this photo because podcasting is an audio medium. Let's see. It's a bunch of uh, what are those palms? Palms, palm those, olive, I believe. Yeah the uh, the leaves and there's a uh, there's a shady figure that looks like it has a white beard and yeah. white glowing eyes. Like a like a deranged big bearded Bigfoot just looking yeah. at you. Yeah, he's, and it looks like he's smiling too, which is the fucked yeah. up part. Yes, yes, <laughs> they, a very I'm so glad, spooky smile. <laughs> I'm I'm so glad you guys mentioned that. Yeah, because that's what does it for me. Because otherwise, you could be like, "That's just I, he's just a Bigfoot yeah. going about his stuff." No, he's but deranged. The, <laughs> the smile yeah. seems malicious, and yeah. I, I, exactly. It, it, uh, I'm not saying this dude is real or even this photo is real, but mm-hmm. one of the things, and this, I, I should have fact-checked this. I'm just saying this now. But um, one of the things we I know about great apes, or I think I know about great apes, is like you don't make eye contact and you don't with them and you don't smile at them because they take that as a sign of aggression. So if that's yeah, the case, yeah. this dude is like really trying to scare you. He's really yeah, trying to yeah. tell you that he'll punk your ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He will, uh, he will tear your arm off maybe Pro- probably <laughs> if he has the strength to do that if this guy is real and if this photo is real and uh yeah <laughs> you know uh hmm. any any thoughts about this beastie hmm you uh, know kind of spooky <laughs> pretty spooky could easily be a costume could easily be fake oh for sure 
but um pretty spooky nonetheless <laughs> yeah it's a it's a it's a nice who took this picture, picture? Uh, i'm gonna get into that in a second but it was sent by know. here I'll, I'll the letter is too long to read but it was sent to a sheriff mm-hmm. um it was sent to uh a sheriff of shoot i had it in me, these notes it was sent to a sheriff of a town mm-hmm. um the, we know it was sent in the year 2000 and it was sent by somebody anonymous who talks about having grandkids and a husband. So it's assumed to be an old woman, but there are various reasons to believe it is a, a hoax, a goofy, mm-hmm. goofy hoax. The fact that it's anonymous to begin with. and Exactly. Yeah, it's a little, yeah. It's a also, little... okay. So, uh, so the person keeps referring to the thing in the picture as an orangutan, even though like it doesn't look anything it's, like an orangutan. It's clearly not an orangutan. <laughs> So, like, I sort of skipped over this earlier, but Skunk Ape is supposed to be Ginger, which makes him much more bullyable. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> my, a, lot, a lot less soul is in there. My wife, my wife is a redhead. Oh, um, no. But, like, orangutans are Ginger. This guy, sw- Skunk Ape in folklore is Ginger, and this guy is not Ginger. Yeah, he's, he's a, he's a Fe- brunette, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Hair. When you yeah. called him Shady, I'd say that's exactly it, because he definitely fades into the shadows in a couple of parts of the picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also supposed to be seven feet tall, at least according to the witness, which, like, this orangutans are kind of like little squat, little squat fun boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are. They're, 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 kind of, they're kind of adorable. They, I think they're very <laughs> cute. Every time I... Yeah. I have a I have a sibling whose name is Oliver, and he is I I love him. He is very smart. He is currently getting his doctorate in comparative literature. But every Ooh. time, yeah, every time we go to the zoo, he just like really vibes with the orangutans. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> sits there, he can sit there for hours just chilling with the orangutans, and like I don't know, they have very similar energy. My brother and these <laughs> little orange dudes of the forest who desperately desperately yeah. need our help. Yeah. He has really Gosh. long arms that have yeah. a whole ton of or- like red hair on it. It's very. <laughs> have you guys? Let, let me talk up the LA Zoo because I love it and it's a good mm-hmm. institution. But have you guys mm-hmm. been to the orangutan enclosure at the LA Zoo? It's been no. a while since I've been to the LA Zoo. Um, I don't know if it's still this way, but at one point in time, it was a, uh, it was essentially a tunnel through the mm-hmm. the, the walking path was a tunnel that went through the middle of the enclosure. Ooh, cool with like ropes on it so like uh, i had a very weird experience where like most of the orangutan family was sitting on the ground Mm -hmm. in some hay just chilling napping cuddling grooming each other you know picking out stuff and hanging out Mm -hmm. and everybody was what was like there's a small crowd watching the orangutans taking cute pictures and then like up on the top of the rope tunnel, looking down at all the people from above, was this male orangutan that was just mad dogging anybody who looked up. <laughs> this big white face, and it was a real like. I had a lot of thoughts where I was like, "Oh, can he reach through this mm-hmm. this rope fence to get at me? Can he can he release his bodily functions now down upon me as I watch his family?" He might. Like, <laughs> he just might. He just might. I, that's why. I don't know still like that but it's a very cool cool enclosure love the orangutans yada 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so yeah uh let's see so this this boy right here or the letter uh some of the other highlights of the letter is that like the reader is like i hit an elk that was half the size and it totaled my car i think this monkey could do the same thing uh they also worry about the damage it could cause to grandchildren and that they read an article recently that said that bunch of monkeys have hepatitis and he doesn't want the monkey to give his grandkids hepatitis <laughs> it's just like you can read the letter yourself um if you google it you'll find it along with the photos i have here posted a copy that i believe darren nash uh, from tetrapod zoology who's a great resource uh posted on his twitter it's the letter in full it's very it's is very unintentionally funny, I think, or it's mildly intentionally funny, depending on how real it is. Um, ah. But Nash and other experts have pointed out that the face is too good to be, uh, probably too good to be a gorilla mask, but not definitely too good to be a gorilla mask. Mm-hmm. Um, the beard's a really nice touch, but the mouth doesn't really move in the two photos that have been taken, which might mean that it's just a mask. Mm. 
uh, so you nailed that one again. You really like you're you I you should have written the skunk written the skunk ape episode, Julio. You're killing it. <laughs> um Mm-hmm. And let's see. Uh, what else have we got about the monkey here? Oh yeah, um, it has Capinum lucinum. Do you guys know what that shit is? Mm, no, what is that? Eye shine, right? Eye shine. Oh yeah, yeah. So like a lot of nocturnal animals have eye shine when you shine mm-hmm. lights at them because the way they see better at night is they have essentially a bunch of almost mirrors in their eyes that collects all the light that bounces mm-hmm. off everything humans do mm-hmm. have that too if you if you catch it right yeah like, yeah yeah like people you know red eye when when they get a when you get like a, a take a picture with a flash yeah um, you are 100 yeah. percent correct but you have to do it at just the right angle angle yeah. with a yeah. huge amount of light like a yeah. flash yeah. so the fact that this guy's got tapping them loose nub like no other apes i think some lemurs do but no other apes have that so like when you combine it along with some of the convenient features, you know, it is it, again, it's a little sus. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah. So as with all of these monsters, this picture does haunt me, though. It's scary. I really it, I was I'm not kidding when I say like every, every once in a while before I open a window at night, I think about this. <laughs> what I would do if I see this out there. It's a really scary picture. Yeah. Uh-uh. And when we get into our our last section of the episode, we talk about how to make this a D and D creature. This is really what I'm picturing, mm-hmm. not the cute, stinky Bigfoot or the little orangutan, but like but- whatever is in the Mayaka Swamp Eight photos, because it's terrifying. Oh and man, this mysterious and uh, very dangerous looking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, like there's so- a menace to it. There is, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's terrifying (laughs) um uh we have one uh one case that is old-timey of what you might describe as a swamp ape and i think it's fucking amazing Mm -hmm. so in 1856 the Cotto gazette reported uh that there was a beast in the upper red river region um People went to hunt it, and it was described as a stout, athletic man, about six feet, four inches in height, completely covered with hair of a brownish cast, four to six inches long. It was well-muscled and ran up the bank with the fleetness of a deer. Mm-hmm. Oh, then, wow. <laughs> in an instant, he dragged, the, uh, he dragged a hunter to the ground and tore him in a most dreadful manner scratching out one of his eyes and injuring the other one so much that his comrades despair of the recovery of his sight and biting large pieces out of his shoulder and various parts of his body. Wow. Wow. It sounds like a chimp attack, huh? Sounds like it. Yeah, it it, it does. (laughs) You guys ever fallen down that rabbit hole of like listening to chimp attack stories or like chimp attack nine one ones. You know, I've heard one, the famous one of the the woman who the 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 nine one one phone call of the yeah yeah the woman who got her face torn off and was yeah. begging with the police to shoot it. God, we keep going to some dark places today. I'm I apologize. That one was on me. I apologize. <laughs> oh, man. I would not like to have my eyes gouged out by a big stinky man and then have him tear no. chunks out of my flesh with his mouth. Definitely not. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> what if he has rabies? I'm going to ask you guys, and I don't think you'll ever get this in a million years. What happened next after he bit all these large pieces out of this guy? Did the guy die? No. He I mean, uh, did, did the did creature it... stand up and run? <laughs> so, so close, Ryan. He stole the guy's horse and ran. <laughs> he rode on the horse? <laughs> yeah, he GTA'd him. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> he really did. Just tore, tore, tore him up. <laughs> And then got on that horse and was like, "Yeehaw!" I like to imagine all the dude's friends who are just watching. They're hunters, so they have to have guns. Who are just watching yeah. their friend get fucking styled on, and then like super hard. And then the guys, the monkey, the the skunk ape gets on the horse and rides them away, and they're just like, "Fuck you guys!" You know, I was almost gonna believe it, but then I heard the part where he gets on the horse. And... <laughs> Sounds, I bet he was all. I bet he up. was all like, "Why don't you shoot shoot him?" And they're like, "We don't. <laughs> we, we don't know." <laughs> what do we this do? Was what the eighteen hundreds? 
1855. 1855. It was so 10 years before the Civil War. What kind of firearms uh, were they using? They were like flintlocks. Like a musket? Yeah. No, I see. So it was like, they, they, it might have been a, a one Yeah, of those they would have been good stuff for one bit, one better than flintlocks, but mm. like maybe smoothbore rifles. Like bolt action, funny. maybe? I don't think we're at bolt. We might be at bolt action for some of the more expensive ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm not a gun nerd. Please, if you're a gun nerd, what was it? 1855, right? Please, if you're a gun nerd, don't shoot me. <laughs> no, no, we love we love our gun nerd listeners, but please politely correct us. I don't need to know the whole history unless it's a I very, mean, like very interesting. Uh, like gun nerds and responsible gun owners, like they they yeah. will not shoot you. They know no, they know the absolutely rules. they exist. <laughs> That's not my jam, but they absolutely That's exist. That's true. Let's see. So <laughs> apparently, from 1855. These mm-hmm. were some of the available rifles. A breech-loaded carbine rifle. And by be- breech-loaded, that means uh, it's it's a weapon where you uh, crack open the, the, the barrel, mm-hmm. and then you oh, load like it from the high. Oh, like those cool shotguns or rifles. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like breech-loaded shotguns, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the double barrel. Uh, they had revolvers, like the mm-hmm. Colt 1851 Navy. In the mm-hmm. 1855 mm-hmm. Uh, root revolver they have the revolving carbine which is just again made by colt so it's a, ro- yeah. it's a carbine yeah. with a revolver in it right yeah mm-hmm. so it's, it sounds it's based, very cool why is that in a cool. movie yet i, I don't know <laughs> it <laughs> probably is but yeah uh, uh, what, what's what are the common hunting rifles you think they would have at the time hmm. Ooh, hmm. this is in That's red good. river so this is like north texas south arkansas like we're out of florida at this point i'm sorry to say i see so yeah. it, this is this is a rural area is my point we're probably not gonna have the most advanced stuff that they're gonna be rolling out most likely i guess yeah let's see hmm. 18 uh big bore lever action rifles yeah I see. So regardless, they still, no matter what we found here, they still should have probably saved their friend by shooting. They would have been able to shoot him, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Again, it's it's mostly things like muskets and for, I guess, the richer folk, some some lever action rifles. (laughs) Thanks for the quick Google so we didn't look like big idiots, Ryan. (laughs) No problem. Now we just secretly are big idiots. (laughs) Now we're only in secret, big idiots. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> so I, haven't, I haven't gotten to play Red Dead Redemption yet, but can this please be a skunk ape level? Oh, man, a, just dope. a level where a, a monkey run, a skunk ape runs out of the jungle, uh-huh. attacks you, eats you off your horse, and then gets on your horse, and steals. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Without warning, I know there's a swamp section in that game. Please. Please, please, please put it in. That'd be great uh, DLC. Yeah. I uh, mm, well mm. <laughs> no no lay it on me. Uh, well, I mean, Red Red Dead Redemption hasn't seen much love recently. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess. It, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, they have like Red Dead. Yeah, Red Dead Two came out, and then there was Red Dead Online, and then they did a few updates, but Rockstar hasn't been very loving. Yeah, weren't they the series? Weren't they sort of, hey, we cover video games sometimes too. Weren't they all in on the GTA collection revival that was a didn't turn out so good? Yeah, I mean, like they were all in on that and, and stuff, but it, it's mostly just like it's because they they baby GTA 5 online a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's and it's like okay, you know, I'm gonna go into a rant for a bit, yeah, okay, so like. You released GTA Online all those years ago, like literally, like eight, eight to nine years ago. Jeez, and yeah, the launch, yeah, the launch wasn't great. Like servers sucked. There's nothing to do. Every like features that was supposed to be there never came out because they're like, nope, this was uh, this is not good idea. And then they're like, sorry for the launch. All the updates that we put out in the future will be for free. And they and they. They stood by that. Mm. Rockstar stood by that. You know, like all of the updates, all major updates, minor updates, like things that added more content, more cars, more missions and stuff, more things to do in GTA Online. Yeah, that came out and that was fine, right? Like, cool, good on you. But like, since they did 
all of that and since they like you know people who play gt online just want all of the stuff that's like really cool like the flying cars and the missile launchers they'll they'll use those those uh those cash options where they they pay actual money for like the in in-game gta bucks mm-hmm. and that they, they they have made so much money off of those uh that they will not give any more love to any other of their online properties yeah, like that's red like dead online butter, yeah. because there's just so much money coming in from it and it's just like we get it that's really cool but cowboys <laughs> yeah, i know right cool <laughs> <laughs> cool western <laughs> environment through the games workshop issue we're like warhammer 40k and recently aos have been their money makers but as a result they have offered next to zero report for any of what they call their specialist games in decades it's it's terrible it really is because it's like i would love to see so much really cool stuff for red dead but everyone's kind of like slowly giving up on it (laughs) i guess so maybe it's the death of uh of cowboy cinema in video no. game form. I don't know. But Red that's Dead a, was really a good. Really deep take. I like that. <laughs> and Red Dead Online too. Like I'm well, Red Dead Redemption two was a really good game too. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I mean, Cowboys. Anyway, are back, cool, I guess. <laughs> back to Skunk Ape. <laughs> yeah. Back to Skunk Ape. <laughs> no, honestly, like we were running through the episode pretty fast, so I was glad to have <laughs> like a like a slowdown. <laughs> like a slowdown, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so now have you guys ever heard of the legend of boggy creek and or the falk monster no 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 I am i gonna have. get censored for saying the falk monster <laughs> it'll be fine uh, <laughs> we're an explicit podcast it's okay okay cool, cool. <laughs> um so in a very florida story the most famous skunk ape sightings did not happen in florida really yeah Wow. You think with the Everglades, that would be like the hot spot. Yeah, weird shit happens. I think it is in the modern day, but um, Hmm. here Hmm. here we go. Here's here's the real shit. So, oh boy, the the Boggy Creek or Falk monster first made local headlines in 1971, but it was reported to have attacked a lady by the name of uh, Bobby and of or people by the names of Bobby and Elizabeth Ford on May 2nd, 1971. Mm -hmm. Uh, I find this, this story like really hammers in on my fears of looking out a window and seeing a big scary ape man. And I can see, (laughs) well, you'll see in the next section, but I can see why somebody picked this up and thought it might be a really good story. So uh, quoting here from the, the unrecent issue of the Texarkana Gazette, Actually, do you get one? Do you, one of you guys want to read this? Does somebody want to put some spice on this? I'll read it. Sure. Let me drop it here. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. All right, Julio, give us your narrator voice. Tell us the spooky tale. Okay. Let's see here. It first started Wednesday when our wives heard something walking around on the porch. Then Friday night, about midnight, the things tried to break into the house again. Last night, I tried to get in again. Don Ford said. Elizabeth Ford said she was sleeping in the front room of the frame house when I saw the curtain moving on the front window and a hand sticking through the window. At first I thought it was a bear's paw, but it didn't look like that. It had heavy hair all over it and had claws. I could see its eyes. They looked like coals of fire, real red, she said. It didn't make any noise, except you could hear it breathing. Yeah, that's pretty spooky. Would it, would it make it spookier if I told you that it reached through the window? I guess it already reached through the window with its arm, but that it actually managed to grab her through the window and tried to pull her out the window. Oh, God, really? Isn't that the horror movie shit? I don't oh, know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Definitely. Well, thank you. That was I thought that went, I don't, what about you, Ryan? I thought who did an excellent job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, not cool. <laughs> not cool. <laughs> Not cool. I don't like. I don't like hands coming through fucking windows or <laughs> eyes staring at me and, and grabbing women or just yeah, people. Yeah. Let's change it. Well, like, Bobby's there too. Yeah, exactly. Because well, like the thing is, it's just like it. It it kind of like ties back to that one really weird dream I had like a long time ago. What? 
Yeah, it was like it was a like it was a dream about uh, about like a baboon. But like, uh, <laughs> I recently moved into like my now house that I'm been living in for like what like eleven years or something. But um, like freaking, uh, I just had this dream one day because my bed is like near a, a big window that goes that looks into the backyard, and uh, I was. Like the dream was, is that I still remember it very vividly, but like I was sleeping and then I hear like rustling and scratching and I'm like, what is that? Uh, and it happens like a bunch until I finally like, you know, kind of do the peek through the blinds thing right into the backyard. Yeah. So I peek in through my blinds into the backyard and it's like my backyard, but like the little garage light is out and i don't see anything and then all of a sudden a freaking baboon breaks through the window and attacks me (laughs) (laughs) like it just appears and it just breaks through the window and attacks me and then i woke up and i was like jesus christ (laughs) so like dream wise i'm very intimate with ape-like hands coming through windows yeah. <laughs> that reminds me i also had a very vivid dream it had nothing to do with uh with uh skunk apes or anything it was me and john we were pitching snack ideas to tony hawk oh <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah i know right? it's so equally <laughs> scary <laughs> did it work did we get him to buy our snacks yes we, oh, we got awesome. him we get, he was he was licensing out his uh his image for snacks Hell we, yeah! We were pitching ideas for like what the snacks would be, and I, yeah, I, like I, a Tony Hawk ice cream bar sounds really good. And I don't know what I put in it, but that's I, I'm just... with with gumball eyes that are just yeah, like, oh yeah. <laughs> we landed up like I remember asking him like like either or questions. Like we were like, okay, sweet or spicy? He was like, mm, sweet. Okay, uh, chocolate or peanut butter? Mm, chocolate. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. And we landed on chocolate cookies shaped like skateboards that's that actually sounds really cool i'm really sad that doesn't exist now because i would be really down hey, Mr. here's my idea to sponsor our podcast and... <laughs> yeah here's my Make idea some cookies, how I about guess. uh how yeah. about uh hawk rocks where uh it's just pop rocks just with tony hawk's face yeah <laughs> we're, we're getting really off topic but yeah. i have to say there's a fucking drink at my favorite bar in the world um the tonga mm-hmm. hut down here in los angeles love that place. it's a special drink it's not on the menu it's mm-hmm. some bartender's special but they put pop rocks at the drink and mm-hmm. something Ooh. about the alcohol means the pop rocks don't pop until they're in your mouth and it's a very Ooh. weird very cool sensation that's, and that's the awesome. bartender is a genius who figured that out oh, yeah. they, they got great mixologists over there mm-hmm. if you're ever in the north hollywood area i recommend checking out the tonga hut <laughs> i don't know how Hell else yeah. to say this but like pandemic bar is bad right yeah yeah it was terrible yeah but the tonga hut had a very big parking lot which they took and they turned into sort of like a castaway themed area (gasps) that's really and so you have to have reservations now and it's all very well spaced apart and it's like the safest i've felt eating outside at a restaurant and drinking (laughs) and drinking and drinking it rules the tonga hut awesome yeah on the saturdays they get a caterer they make Tacos oh yeah the taco guy comes yeah. by. yeah the taco guy was there when i went he like they now go from table to table so you like you don't have to get up you can just be like please give me your very fancy cocktail of various rums please, with pop rocks on the bottom give me. and three tacos and it comes to you and i like i yeah. couldn't have been happier please give it's, me eight it, of your finest tacos please world-class experience tongue hut i love it oh man love the people there anyway um, yeah, <laughs> i'm just saying hawk rocks and yeah, the tagline is that they do a kickflip on your tongue. <laughs> That's good. I legitimately love that, Ryan. <laughs> I'm just saying, Tony. <laughs> Tony, if you're listening, if you're out there, I know you're, you're out there. there but... We know you love paranormal and D&D theme <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Fuck. Okay, so getting slightly back on topic, I have to ask this question. Have you guys ever seen Shockma? 
Shocker. No. What? <laughs> it's a story where Roddy McDowell fucks with a very cute baboon's brain, and the bamboo the the baboon goes on a killing spree, including killing a bunch of people who are playing D anD. d Is this no. a movie? This is a movie from nineteen ninety. Oh, That's awesome. <laughs> the, the real thing I want to hammer home: we're talking about baboon nightmares. We're talking about D anD. d So it seemed like this was the most it was ever going to be relevant. Um, <laughs> But oh, my man. point is, they try they try very hard to make this baboon very scary, and I think in general baboons are very scary. But yeah. it's this it's this. Let me find a picture of of him. Particular baboon. Yeah, it's this baboon, and he's a very cute baboon. Mm. He he's kind like of adorable. A, he looks kind of like Danny DeVito. He's a very cute little baboon. Yeah. <laughs> he's not like Devito he's not like exposing his uh, canines to me, which yeah. is nice. Even, yeah. he, even in the scariest shots where he does expose his canines, he's, <laughs> he's just kind of a little fluffy. He's a little fluffy boy. Yeah. yeah. So like he doesn't really like this species of baboon just doesn't really have canines like the other species. So he just kind of looks like a small dog that's having a bad time. Look at yeah. him. He looks he looks very nonplussed about the situation. <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah. to Google what kind of baboon is Shakma, and then I promise we'll talk more about this other stinky ape. <laughs> Look at him point in screen. So the other <laughs> thing that's really important about this is like because his fur hangs on him like a little cape and tutu. When he wanders around, he keeps his hands very close to his chest, like he's nervous, and his little cape tutu bounces, and he just uh. looks like. And this just... is the monster of the. Of this the is movie. the monster is of the movie. Well, I'm threatened, but not. <laughs> he's a cute boy, I think. Yeah, he's, yeah. I, I love animals. I love, I love uh, I'm a big animal lover. <laughs> Apparently, it's a Hamadryas baboon. A Hamadryas baboon. Okay. Yeah. Was, yeah. Was, look. Was, was this? Was oh this... no, they're so cute, you guys. <laughs> they all look like Danny DeVito in a little cape tutu. With a <laughs> How do you spell that? H a m a d r y a s. Oh, I see. Oh yeah. The very. <laughs> Listeners, I have just I have just had a picture of this ba- this this very baboon that we were talking about, <laughs> and he is have he look has an extremely sad look on his face and a very big half job. <laughs> he's just doing his best, and I just like oh. Whenever I see primates, I just feel like I feel so akin to them. Like there's oh a, yeah, it's like hey cousin. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, like, I mean, we were just talking about my brother really... vibing with the orangutans yeah. at the LA Zoo and the Seattle yeah. Zoo, probably also the Chicago <laughs> Zoo. He loves those fuckers. Yeah, hey, look at oh, <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> hey, look at this guy, <laughs> Mr. Shockma. Not a single damn this guy. <laughs> oh, he has some damn. Look at the concern and suspicion on his face. Yeah. I, I, Yes. <laughs> hmm. Um. Anyway, we're not here to talk about <laughs> Shakma. We're here to talk about a different smelly monkey. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she was attacked. She was pulled through a window by a much less cute monkey man mm-hmm. than Shakma. Mm-hmm. Um. An extensive search of the area failed to locate the creature, but did find scratch marks on the porch and damage to the window and the house's siding. Mm. Mm-hmm. According mm. to the Fords, they had heard something moving outside late at night for several nights prior, mm-hmm. uh, which it just implies that it was stalking her and is extra creepy to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> the skunk ape was allegedly sighted again on May 23rd, 1971, when three people, D.C. Woods Jr., Wilma Woods, and Mrs. R.H. Sedgas, reported seeing an ape-like creature crossing <laughs> Highway 71. Hmm. Is there photo evidence? No, of course. There's zero. This is like there's less evidence for this guy than there is for Bigfoot. Like we're really in make believe land here. I see. This (laughs) is like I don't want to shed on our 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 new smelly friend, but that woman's testimony is as good as it gets because the three Ted footprints are obviously bullshit. So like all we have (laughs) are witness testimony. 
I see, I see. Which is nothing because people make up stories like we like we yeah. do all the time when we play D D. People make yeah. up very elaborate stories. Yeah. Apparently the best footprints were found in a soybean field belonging to local filling station owner Scott Keith. Oh Scott Keith. Scott Keith. There's a lot of good names in this episode. Uh they were Somebody scrutinized. Live. Yeah. They were scrutinized <laughs> by game warden Carl Galon. Galion. Galon? Galion? I can't. I'm sorry. It's like a G A E? G A L Y O N. I think I just dyslexia oh. out. Galion. Galion. Yeah. Ooh, that's. Yeah. Okay, that's another cool name. Carl Galion. But uh, Galion was unable to figure out if they were real or fake. Hmm. Hmm. I always lean towards fake in this circumstance. Probably made up. Really fake. But here's <laughs> why we're talking about horror movies because. Uh, Bobby Ford's encounter and the other encounters with the Falk monster were the subject of a 1972 docudrama horror film, The Legend of Boggy Creek. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, It played in drive-in movie theaters across the country and was written by Early Smith and directed by Charles B. Pierce. The part of Bobby Ford was played by Glenn Carruth and the part of Elizabeth Ford was played by Bunny Dees. Falk garage owner Willie E. Smith on whose land the three-toed prints were found, starred as himself. Hmm. Many of the characters were named after the people who played them, which in addition to all the other stuff we've mentioned up here, sort of gives this like an early Blair Witch vibe. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely, definitely. Because not, you have... Not the Blair Witch. Yeah, you have... Fa- you, you get what I mean, though, right? Where you have made-up stories of Skunk Ape being reenacted by characters share the same name as their actors right decks to reenactments of stuff that allegedly happened to real people being played by actors huh. and you had that guy who had the, the 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 footprint show up in his property playing him acting as himself in the movie so it really Whoa. blurred the lines on what was real and what was not like what was made up and what was a real account yeah i think that's yeah. very very funny <laughs> yeah i think it's really like like we don't we should talk about this film like we mm-hmm. we talked about like uh the blair witch project in our high school film class hollywood film class you know we grew up in hollywood yeah, we yeah, had a yeah, film yeah. class our high school yeah we're mr hollywood what yeah. are you gonna do about it we make films whatever <laughs> i got paid way more mo- more money than i made as an analyst the other week to stand around <laughs> under lights because i had the same skin tone as an actor hey <laughs> Congratulations. It's very sad. I made more money standing around than I did with my uh, master's degree. Yeah, that with your actual thing. It's fine. It's fine. Now I'm here yelling at you about stinky apes. and I'm actually pretty happy with how things have turned out. I mean, like, you know, you know, I mean, I'd be happy just hanging around with friends yelling about stinky apes. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, uh, buy from our sponsors, please. Yes, uh, Anchor. <laughs> yes, start um, podcast with Anchor. <laughs> participate. Make your own podcast. Yeah, it's easy. We're dumb, and we can do it. It's super easy. It's never been easier. Yeah. Anyway, they populate it for you. That's the hardest part. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, though some of the scenes were filmed in Shreveport, Louisiana, again, most were filmed uh, in Texarkana with college students or the real people who are in the town. So again, another layer of realness, fakeness overlapped over each other, making a palimpsest of what's real, what's not. And to further drive home the like Blair Witch found footagey, not found footagey, uh, paranormal activity nature of this 1971 film. The film cost maybe 160,000 to make. Do you want to guess what it grossed? 160,000 to make. Yeah. So pretty expensive for the 70s, but I'm going to say a million. I think it made a cool million. It made an additional $160,000. <laughs> it evened out. <laughs> My buds, you were not listening to me when I was talking about the Blair Witch Project or Paranormal, paranormal Activity. <laughs> It made twenty million dollars. Wow! Look, man, I know, I know what you were getting at, but yeah. I didn't want to go there. Oh, come on, take a swing. <laughs> twenty Look, man, million. That's a, that's twenty million a lot of fucking dollars. money, man. 
<laughs> that's some money that's a nice chunk of change yeah so like just i'm too stupid to do this math but like lay it on me <laughs> uh you know what let me just let me just put it in you can, all right you can pull I actually, out the calculator dude someone put out the calculator but like that was in 1971 money too like oh okay. hell yeah dude that's a lot or are we do are we doing inflation counts? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Like, I think it made just a fuck ton of money. Okay, so what, it what was would, a, what would, what's twenty said, mil- you, you twenty said million, million? Twenty million dollars in 1971 money. Twenty million in 1971 money. All right, let's see. How many zeros is that? <laughs> I don't know. Seven that's, zeros. Uh, yeah. Right. Let's see. Uh, Hundred thousand six. Oh my god, we're so stupid. See, this is why you guys can make a podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, by now, it would have been uh twenty million back in what the eighties, right? No, nineteen seventy one. Not barely 19, even the seventies. Nineteen seventy one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from nineteen seventy one. Let me see. I'm almost there. Give me a second. No worries. We can we can fix it in post, right, Julio? Yeah, sure. totally. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Jelculate. Okay, so by today's standards, uh, it would be around 130 million dollars. Oh, so it'd be less. <laughs> yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Still pretty good. Yeah, it's still pretty good. It's a pretty good freaking pretty crap. good turnout. for what they spent making it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, like again, this was like a uh, apparently a perfect drive-in movie I for bet. the time. I bet. Um, and to, I'd, like I'd watch it in my car. <laughs> no, no one has told me how this happened, but they got Ralph McQuarrie of Star Wars fame to do the poster art. Wow! Really? Yeah, designer That's... of Chewbacca and Darth Vader and other stuff. I'm gonna drop it in the Discord. Which you guys, pretty sick. Oh, Tell me I remember this, this. I remember you showing me this. Yeah, I like the minimalist look to it. Yes, it's absolutely. A... Wow, that looks great. Before it's we a... compliment it, though, one of you guys describe it because podcast is a, is not a visual medium. It's a. a I see a a vi- like a um a swamp type setting. It's very yeah. uh, a gradient as a silhouette of a of a, an an AP silhouette standing about knee high in the water. It's it's slightly lurched forward, like it's like it's running. Yeah, there's some ripples by its feet. It's coming yeah. at you. The sun's about to set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very spooky. It's there's a lot great. of. It's all yeah. in sunset orange tones. It's yeah. There's there's like a nice nice uh, gradient. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a wonderful uh, there's a wonderful composition to it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really it's good, great. It's a good poster. It's a good poster. Yeah. yeah. There's a yeah yeah white There's frame the, uh, with the black text underneath it, very uh like old Englishy almost text. Yeah, it says the legend of Boggy Creek, a true story in small text underneath, it, which I think would probably influence a lot of viewers. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, what 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 I like is the uh, the uh, the shadow of the forest. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. with the sun in the background. Yeah, uh, in the far background. And then, uh, and what's also interesting is that the face of the, uh, of the, you know, the creature of Boggy Creek, there's no real face. It's just a dark. I think circle. I can see a mouth on some of the higher resolution images, but it's very subtle. Yeah. You almost can't tell if the thing is coming at you or it's escaping back into the woods. That's true. Huh? It's, it's very, it's, very good. it's a very good poster. And if you guys know Ralph McQuarrie, if you guys know the Wookiees, the Ewoks and the his unused Wookiee designs they believe went into Zeb's race from Star Wars Rebels. Like, you know, Ralph McQuarrie draws a very good bug-eyed hairy monster. Oh, and yeah. it's on full display here. It's very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's basically it for Skunk Ape. We could Whoa, talk about on. some of the... Wait a minute. Yeah. This, this fucking... This fucking movie was rated G for all ages. Well, it's 19, <laughs> 1971, right? Like they, the that's also before. true. Yeah, they had different standards true. back then. Yeah, there was no PG thirteen yet. Famously, yeah. I hope I hope they tore off a man's arm. <laughs> <laughs> we Not should maybe maybe we'll set that. Maybe we'll watch it if we get a big enough Patreon following for a milestone. Oh, we'll yeah. live stream it because be I've actually oh, well, never well, seen it, should... but I'd love to. 
Yeah. What we should definitely watch is uh, Buckaroo Banzai. Yes. They yeah, put that should, back up on Amazon we, Prime. We should just watch that together as friends. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm just saying they put that back on Amazon Prime, and I'm like, oh, really? I am jazzed. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I think the I think the world's ready for Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be Banzai. a little bit of a tangent, but like mm-hmm. the point of the original Buckaroo Banzai movie was that, like, you know, there used to be movie serials and stuff like that, yeah. you know, where it would play one part before the movies. So the idea was you were coming in at like the climax of one of these serials. No. And so like there's supposed to be like a hundred like episodes that you've just missed. So that's why Buckaroo yeah. Banzai is friends with Jeff Goldblum Cowboy and like that little African child. Yeah. There's yeah. All sorts of weird characters because <laughs> like you're basically seeing Avengers Endgame without seeing the, any of the other. Yeah, without seeing Marvel any of the movies. first 10 years of Marvel movies. <laughs> and so like Buckaroo Banzai didn't do great in the theater because I don't think a lot of people understood that. But now we are, uh, yeah. whether you we want or deep not, in that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we're inundated with Marvel culture. So I feel like coming into a movie that just expects you to understand that this is how serialized comic booky storytelling works it's one part soap opera one part like gonzo sci-fi treadmill like i feel like people would get that now and i also it's... feel like maybe we could cast like i don't know like maybe somebody who's legitimately half asian or maybe an asian character as buckaroo actor as buckaroo bonsai instead of peter weller who i love but was it was probably the wrong dude for that role <laughs> yeah as of a half it's, japanese uh... guy you can't just put Peter Weller, Peter Weller on screen and, and a little and bit just, of polish. Yeah, and then just call him half Asian. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 it's I'm, it's kind of incredible how that movie uh, has absolutely kind of circled back in terms of like yeah it it made sense back then but now it makes sense yeah. again just kind of deal. Good you luck. Know. Good luck titling this episode, Julio. This will be fun. <laughs> of, yeah, this will be fun. <laughs> of skunk apes, of Florida men, of Buckaroo Bonsai, and Chakmas. Um, <laughs> all right. Of, of potpourri and men. <laughs> oh, man. Fouk oh, off. Man. <laughs> A bunch of fouking bullshit. Um <laughs> So it's it's we uh, we're low on time now, but I would love to do our traditional. Let, let's you have been you have no doubt been enthralled by our stories of stinky monkey men grabbing at women and boys yeah. and stealing man. horses and biting men. <laughs> and you want to you want to put these these stinky friends into your D and D game, right? Uh, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what kind of. Uh... Well, I feel like it's kind of setting oriented. So if, if you have, if you're doing a and D and D session that's set in like a uh, like a swamp, yeah, it, it would be it'd be perfect. What kind of effects do you think they'd you have? You always they, need a swamp monster. Yeah. Um, well, let me tell you. I think we can all agree that a Bigfoot is pretty similar to a skunk ape, right? I guess yeah. superficially, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and is a Bigfoot similar to a Yeti? Hmm, yes. Mm. In some ways. So I'm pulling a bit of a math trick on you, but I'm hoping you agree. Okay. Is a skunk okay. ape similar to a yeti? Hmm. Mm. I think they I think they like like a yeti in the D&D set type of um No, I mean like a yeti period. Like is a big monkey man that lives in the big ginger monkey man that lives in the snow and eats meat similar to a big ginger monkey man who smells real bad and lives in the swamp. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, great. Because here we have the stat block for a yeti. Perfect. Oh, nice. So unlike our whales, which were really, really our monster whales, which were really, really hard to build, Mm -hmm. we haven't even tried to do gray aliens yet. But that would be fun sometime. I think they'd be an aberration with psychic powers, but we're not here for them right now. We have a really easy template to start building off. We have the yeti. Mm -hmm. Yes. What kind of damage immunities? I don't think a skunk ape would have cold. Immunity. No, I would definitely. I think the skunk ape is smaller, no. so I would whack a few hit dice off there and make them a little easier to kill. Okay, would yeah. whack some abilities off there to commiserate. So yeah. like, yeah. well, he wouldn't be called. A, he wouldn't be considered a large monstrosity. Probably I, just yeah. Like I mean, medium. I guess if he that's like a, a I didn't size monstrosity. I guess. 
Hmm. Yeah, I didn't account for it, but you're right. If a Goliath at almost nine feet tall is medium sized, then so is a skunk ape at seven feet tall if he's lucky. Yeah. So yeah. medium size. Let's knock him down from fifty one to say thirty five HP. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. knock off a couple of hit dice. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say more so it'd be like I don't know, maybe like forty. 40? I think his okay. speed should be thirty five. His climb should be like. 40 i think i was gonna whack his climb but give him yeah i would consider removing climb yeah because he's not climbing glaciers and stuff he he is living in swamps i was gonna give him a swim speed to replace it yeah there you go that makes sense yeah swim speed definitely okay so keeping the armor class it's nice and low no worries Mm -hmm. knocking one to two hit dice off there depending how challenging you want your skunk apes to be Mm -hmm. give him uh give him the feet that uh lets him uh traverse like i give him a certain like mm-hmm. a certain terrain with no with no penalty oh yeah i mean we can build that right mm-hmm, yeah. we can just write that in there yeah, yeah. just like a swamp land like. yeah swamp walk I, uh, that's the magic yeah. term but you know what i mean i yeah, think yeah. i'd give him negative stealth because he's stinky oh oh that's an interesting thing i was going to give him i'm jumping the gun but as a joke i was going to give him pass without trace uh, plus 10 to stealth rolls and stuff like that Mm -hmm. use it as an a spell like ability at will Mm -hmm. because no evidence has ever been found i guess that's true but (laughs) you can walk away with it that was my spooky man that was my joke to me (laughs) Uh, we'll we'll get into the stink in a second or at least i have a plan for the stink yeah Mm -hmm. um but so i i feel like we if we make him lose his cold immunity it's yeah. fine to make him lose his fear of fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Yeti has snow camouflage, which we can just replace with swamp camouflage. Yeah. Yeah. Like brush like camouflage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like sort of like Ryan was saying, right? We just say he gets a bonus in swampy terrain instead of snowy terrain. Like yeah. Sp- yeah. a lot of this, like, I think this is, a, again, this is a good chance because we just have to trim the fat and swap one words and most abilities and he'll be a good fit yeah um so let's talk about the stink right i think we're all good on most of him right yeah yeah. i think we can agree that uh the yeti's chilling gaze has got to go it's not a skunk ape feature despite his piercing red eyes Mm -hmm. uh tell me buds do you know what a ghast is a ghast? No. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, don't know. I don't think I know. I, I, I don't know the description of it, but I've definitely. It's a super ghoul. Oh, I see. Yeah, I've definitely seen it before. Ghouls and ghasts. So the thing, the thing that I want to latch into here is this is a challenge rating two monster. So like, Yeti's yes. three. We want Skunk Ape to be a little less threatening. So challenge rating two or three, what we should be aiming for. And here is a monster with the stink ability mm. that we can steal. I think he, I, I think he could have. I think Skunk Ape should have poison immunity too. Oh, that's an interesting thing because he lives in the swamp. We could give him poison immunity. Yeah, yeah. That might be because I feel like stench is fun, but it's not amazing. But Chilling yeah. Gaze is amazing, so maybe putting that, mm-hmm. put putting that poison immunity on him because poison's a common damage type, not for players, but in general. I think that's a good idea. I like that. What about you, Ryan? I mean, I'm, I, I agree. Okay. I'm all for it. Um, so I'm just going to read the stench part here because we're talking about the skunk ape. So I think this is literally the most important part of his suite. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I would copy paste this wholesale off the ghoul because it's already been tested and played, but mm-hmm. it, the ghoul stinks real bad. Any creature that starts its turn within five feet of a ghast, I've been saying ghoul, I think I meant ghast, mm-hmm. must succeed mm-hmm. on a DC 10 constitution saving throw or be poisoned until the start of its next turn. Mm. on a successful saving throw the creatures immune to the gas stench for 24 hours um so yeah get poisoned yeah <laughs> you have to or move away get away from the skunk ape or get poisoned because he's so bad yeah. smelling i like it yeah what a smelly boy i can what agree with that yeah, definitely and that's basically it we we have we've essentially made the yeti a little weaker flavored him from a snow train to a swamp terrain and gotten rid of chilling gaze and given him stink off the ghoul wholesale. And I think that is a very fast, very simple way that you can have your players' horses getting stolen by yeah. skunk apes. <laughs> yeah. This skunk ape will punch you, uh, 
take bites out of your shoulder. Take big and bites out of you while all your friends just watch helplessly and don't yeah, do anything. Not <laughs> using their bows or any of their spells that could help you. And then he will steal your horse. <laughs> and then he will run upset. off into the woods and reach his arm into unsuspecting people's homes and yeah, do them and big steal, scares. Yeah. Steal steal their their wives. <laughs> Frighten their children. Damage their porch. Yeah, just a lot of bad things. Scratch. There's a lot of and bad things. Punch things. Not like Shockma, <laughs> who we love now. Yeah, Shockma is great. Shockma's fantastic. Shockma's adorable. Well, that's that's um, all I got for you guys. What else do we? <laughs> what else do we have to say? Oh, man. oh, actually, I guess I have one more thing, real quick, and this okay. is this would definitely bump him up, but like. I tell me if this is too goofy, but we can give him stinking cloud. Oh, definitely. So that think, like maybe as a great, once yeah. per day ability, he can let loose a 20 foot fart sphere. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just uh, read it. Melting. Everyone... <laughs> I would say the range is 90 feet. But I'd say we'd, we'd have to change that to be centered on self. You create a 20 foot radius sphere of yellow nauseating gas centered on a point within range. The cloud spreads mm-hmm. around corners and is heavily obscured. The cloud lingers in the air for the duration. That is that is vile. <laughs> oh, it gets worse. Each creature that is completely within the cloud at the start of its turn must make a constitution saving throw against poison. Oh, On yeah. a sp- failed save, the creature spends its action in its action that turn, retching and reeling. Oh. <laughs> Creatures don't yeah. need, that don't need to breathe or are immune to poison, automatically succeed on the saving throw, blah, blah, blah. You can use wind to blow it away. So this would be your skunk ape's emergency escape button. Like an octopus uses its ink, a skunk ape in our D&D world where we're making it more fantastic than it already is. If it starts losing a fight, it makes a giant fart cloud and runs away while everyone is vomiting and blind. <laughs> it will scurry away oh, like man. the weird... Little creature, it is like the little, like the Weird little shorty creature. big foot. It is. <laughs> oh man, this is great. It will yeah. blast its. It will blast its farts and then run. <laughs> um, any final thoughts, buds, about the skunk ape, or I guess, um, <laughs> Shockma, or Red Dead Redemption and GT. GTA Online. God, we've covered so much. I'm so <laughs> yeah, sorry. Red Dead. Like Red Dead Online. I'm just glad to be here, you guys. I'm just glad to be here. Oh, just man. glad we're here. <laughs> and, honestly, every episode that we record, I'm a, I'm grateful just to just to be around you guys, even, <laughs> even if it's even if it's through the internet. <laughs> yeah, I but mean, yeah, good. Uh, thank you, John, so much. Oh, thank this... you, guys. This was a blast. <laughs> It was a very, oh, it was a very fun one. It was great, oh man! So yeah, thank you for listening. Um, you know, it's these are trying times. These are <laughs> and oh, for uh, sure. and how and how and um, right when we thought it was getting better, uh, we got new a new wave of them bad guys. Yeah, them yeah. plagues. We got a we got a new wave of the baddies. Uh, jeez, uh, yeah. Get be good to each other. Be good to your be good to your friends. Take care of your loved ones. Yeah. Be good to your dogs. Be good to your dogs. Yeah. You know, um just uh, just love them. Love your dogs. Do a good <laughs> deed. Do a good deed. You know, and uh yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you for being here. We're grateful to you. And uh, uh we'll um I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>